The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and right at the top of the page you'll see two videos. It'll look a little different than what people are seeing on the screen right now. And I, again, I can't explain why. Uh, one browser will pick it up correctly, the other will not, but uh, that is the way it is. Anyway, there's two videos at the top of the page. One on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday, so if you missed that, you can watch that up until 3 o'clock today, Eastern, at which time he'll be live in that little area on the left side of the page. 
On the right side of the page is where we're at. Uh, click on the play button, blow it up whatever device you've got, and then uh, click on the rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. And uh, there you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming live to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. A variety of Facebook pages bearing my name, public and personal. And uh, we also are on Twitter at The Real Tim Brow. Don't put the N there, add a 2 in this place, and you're good to go. And then Twitch at the Real Tim Brown, we're on there as well. Right up under where we're streaming live on sonsoflibertymedia.com, there's a place where you can sign up for an email newsletter. You get one of those a day, usually goes out between 7 and 8 Eastern uh, p.m. And then if you want our ministry email, you want to know what the Sons of Liberty are doing throughout the week, uh, besides bringing you radio uh, or doing a website, uh, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com sign up for the uh, newsletter there that's once a week it comes out on saturdays and uh yeah you'll you'll be glad that you did that also if you would like to help us you don't have to help us for us to do what for us to minister to you don't get me wrong but uh if you would like to keep us out there and you'd like to help support us there's a donate button at the top of the page sonsoflibertymedia.com click on that make a one-time donation or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty that link is also at the top of the page and our store is available. If you are interested, this week we're highlighting the Resistance to Tyranny is Obedience to God t-shirts, Romans 12, 21. I know there's a listener who listens at least to the afternoon show. He keeps writing me. I don't know why he writes me instead of Bradley, but um, he writes me uh, fussing about stuff and saying, oh, this Resistance to Tyranny is Obedience to God is BS. That's what he said. Um, no, it's not. All throughout the Old Testament, the rebellion or the resistance was always to the lawless, to the tyrants. Why did the prophets go to the kings? Because they were lawless. They were breaking God's law. They were resisting them and calling them to repentance. Hello? Anyway, these shirts are in red, and they're also in blue. We've got them from small up to triple extra large, this week only through Saturday at midnight. They are marked down to an $18 donation. You don't have to put a promo code in or anything like that. Uh, it'll be a little bit more for the ones that are double X and triple extra large, okay? Just so you understand uh, that that's the way that'll work. Anyway, uh, those are available, and that is through Saturday at midnight. Don't forget to check those out. Now, uh, real quickly before I bring Lynn on, I haven't done this in a while. I just want to let you guys in on a few of these the the articles that we do have at sonsoflibertymedia.com yesterday uh, bradley's article 665 fbi agents facing investigation quit retired this is what happens when the people hold them accountable yeah and i think he elaborated a little bit with this on the show but now that the issue is to prosecute them if they've committed crimes against the people which I would say they've committed it just by being a part of this uh, criminal crime syndicate called the FBI. Um, you need to you need to prosecute them. You don't need to let them retire and collect their pension from from all of us. You don't need to let them quit and go find another job. Nope. You need to prosecute them. Yesterday's show, the deceit is all around us. I don't know why we got pulled off of. Uh, uh, before it's news, but we were, so whatever. Uh, that's available if you missed that yesterday. Also exclusive, healthy police officer contemplated suicide after Pfizer booster injuries. The guy went from a very healthy man to basically being confined at home, can't drive his car or any of that kind of stuff. Also, if you didn't see, up in Dearborn, Michigan, the Dearborn Public Schools Board's meeting uh, was, I mean, it just turned into chaos. Why? 
well, some people will go, oh, it's the Muslims up there. Well, that may be something to do with it. But you know what? They they have a moral compass as far as seeing that you don't put sexually explicit books in the library. Good for them for standing up for it. We should applaud that. We shouldn't point the finger and say, well, you're Muslims. And uh, You should applaud it that they at least take a stand. Uh, and they weren't going to put up with the with the nonsense they were getting from the school board. Also, a man's con gun conviction reversed after court finds police have no duty to protect him. Yeah, well, they don't. They are look. Policemen are supposed to be first responders. Think about that a second. A responder does what? He responds to something he's been called to deal with, right? Namely, what police officers are usually are supposed to be called to is to take down a report, to collect some evidence, and turn it over to somebody to investigate and prosecute. That's what they're really supposed to do. They're not supposed to be coming out like this guy we got the picture of with the shotgun and, you know, 20 guys surrounding one guy who might be on his knees. Okay, he's got a knife, but he's, he's really no threat to you, and you get, you know, your gang of blue, and you're going to surround that guy? Really? Isn't that a bit overkill? This is some of the problems that people are having with the with the police forces that we're seeing. And I think some has been going off some time, but the Internet has allowed us to see more and more what it is. Okay? And uh, so, yeah. America's death squads, when police become judge, jury, and executioner. Of course, Bradley had John Whitehead on. This is his latest as well. And uh, then you knew the FBI was corrupt, but did you know... It was this bad. Check those out at sunsalibritymedia.com. And uh, today is Rotten of the Core Wednesday. And as always, whoops, I got the wrong music. That's not the, that's for Kate. <laughs> that was Kate's music. That's not who we're having on this morning. All right, we've got the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning. Well, you know what? It's all kinds of fun around here, so that's okay. Well, sometimes we do a little Mission Impossible, don't we? That's okay. That's quite all right. Okay. Well, today we're going to be picking up where we left off from last week. Now, if you missed last week, um, it'll be in the archives, but we were talking about creativity being taken over by the schools and being somehow foisted into the belief that creativity is not God-given, but can be taught by man to other people. And so we had that particular platform for you. Today, we're going to dive into a little bit more of the resources that I had for last week, because it is a conversation that needs to be continued, especially with the indoctrination of education. Because as we know, Tim, all educational choices, no matter from cradle to grave, and we know that the arts have been assimilated into the agenda through the science, technology, engineering, the arts and math, or what's called STEAM, which is a part of STEM, which we know is rooted in the United Nations. And so we know that that's where a lot of the uh, comprehensive sexuality is coming in, the critical race theory. And we know that art is being used, and you and I have done several shows on how it's being used as a tool or a weapon to force students of all ages to produce what the system wants, not necessarily what your God-given creativity and imagination can dream up. And so that's the, the platform for where we're going to pick up. Well, actually, that would be the platform for last week's show. Okay. Now, where we're going to pick it up today is I wanted us to start with the IBM document. It's going to be in the attachments, Tim. It's going to say IBV. And this will be available for the audience as well. This is a report that IBM put out 
And it's saying that we're going to use uh, education. And if you'll remember last week, Dr. Land said that educate that schools were nothing more than industrialized factories to pump out workers for the economy, not to impart knowledge as education should be. So this particular document came out. It's got several pages in it. And I wanted to bring up some of the themes that were in it. But let's stop and think about the context of IBM for just a moment. This was the data mining group that partnered with the Nazis to set up the internment camps and annihilate so many uh, people uh, by death in those gas chambers. IBM has partnered with the status quo and the, the international agenda to ramp up the apartheid in South Africa. So if you think they're about doing good things here in America for its people, BS and horse hockey. I know people look for that now throughout our interviews, but there's your BS, there's one of your BS and horse hockey moments right there. They are more about dividing and conquering for control to go hand in hand with our federal government than they are about how well Johnny and Susie can read, write, and think on their own. Okay. All right. So in this particular document, Tim, you're going to find out that outcome-based education or competency-based education, as Charlotte Iserbeet and so many others, including you and I, have warned that these are turning our schools into industrial factories. Okay. It's also going to bring up the fact that P-TECH uh, is part of closing the skills gap that you're going to see that the blockchain and artificial intelligence are key to ramping up closing the so-called skills gap. And let's think about this. Now, we know that IBM is a global liberal group, but we have conservatives like Representative Virginia Fox from here in North Carolina who are screaming at the top of their lungs that, oh, yes, Skills gap, skills gap. Because we have the skills gap, we don't have enough people to fill the job. So therefore, we have to educate them to do what? To work. She even went before Congress a few years ago, and that image is on my blog, where she said that all education is career tech education or this skill-based outcome-based uh, United Nations workforce garbage. So yes, we have to ramp up the blockchain and the artificial intelligence as well. So this particular document is full of all kinds of things. And yes, they will rope in how creativity can help solve that skills gap, Tim, by not having the person, be it a child or an adult, use their gifts and abilities, but use their credentialed uh, competencies. Do you see the difference? Yep. Yep. Absol I do. Absolutely. And speaking of closing the skills gap, there is an image that has been used. This was by the former, I think, believe, I think it was the uh, former CEO of IBM. It's a list of 22 jobs that are at risk, if not already depleted, of being redundant. Now, think about when we see this list, how many are going to rope in creativity? All right. We have data entry clerks. We have accounting, bookkeeping, and payroll clerks. We have administrative or executive secretaries, assembly, factory workers. We have uh, client information and customer service workers. 
business service and administration managers, accountants and auditors, stockkeeping clerks, general and operational managers, postal service clerks, financial analysts, cashiers, ticket clerks, mechanics and machinery repairers, telemarketers, electronics and telecommunication installers and repairers, bank tellers and related clerks, car, van, or motorcycle drivers, sales and purchasing agents and brokers, door-to-door -door sales workers, news and street vendors and related workers, statistical, financial, and insurance clerks, and finally, lawyers. Yeah, it's interesting. That doesn't take much creativity to be one of those people, does it? No, it doesn't. But we also know that we need, for a lot of those jobs, you need the natural ability to communicate. And that's tied into creativity. What I do, speaking to so many levels of mm. people, takes creativity. Because I know if I'm talking with professors, I've got to use different words than if I'm talking to someone who's still in school. It takes creativity to do that. You cannot do it if you are on this mindless track of what to think, not how to think. And that's the danger underneath that the, the premise that creativity is taught as opposed to gifted. Yep. Yep. When we talked about it, this was, um, Lynn, this is why I, I titled the show, uh, The Government Stealing Our Mind, and I use stealing, S-T-E-E-L-I-N-G, right. -E -E stealing right. it, hardening it, making it right. their cookie cutter thing. And this is part of what we talked about with uh, Brent Winters the first time when he referenced what was going on at the Tower of Babel. He was talking mm -hmm. about the people had one language, and he says it's not talking about where they speak in English or this, that, and the other. They probably were. They're speaking the language. But if, in, in, nevertheless... It was they were saying the same things. They were they had the mm -hmm. same ideas. There was this collective hive the, mind the group thing. Mindset. Yeah, yeah, group mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what the United Nations wants. Now we also know that last week we roped in NASA because after all, it was a supposed general scientist who had uh, the audacity to use an assessment that was geared for adults at NASA and foisted on three to five-year-olds to see how creative they were. And as they were going through the uh, public school system, how dumbed down they became. But as we know, since this is for every type of educational choice out there, you don't have to be just in the public school to see where creativity is being attacked. You're seeing it in libraries, museums. You're seeing it attacked in just some of the books that you can pick up at the library. You're seeing it attacked in your town because now it's gone from being creative to being inclusive. But I wanted to show this particular article from 2017 from my blog. This was how awful it was that you had former Nazis uh, come into America for the express purpose of creating NASA and then they were infiltrated into other federal agencies as well. Now, if you want to look at the federal dictatorship that NASA has over science and anything to do with STEM, you can go to their website, science.nasa.gov. That's that next 
link that's under my article, Tim, and you can see there's everything for you. Now, it's going to look like, well, okay, I see lots of little windows. You have to look beyond the windows and look at their agenda points. You have the missions. You have the science by the numbers because they're all about data crunching. So it's going to look nice and neat, Tim. You're not going to see any of what I'm talking about until you really get in looking at some of the things they're purporting. Okay. And this mission that they're counting down is another flight into space. Yeah, you know, one of the interesting things, and we had uh, Bart Sabrell on about the moon landing, you know, fakery, uh, mm -hmm. so <clears throat> people have that understanding, but when you look in here, when they show you images and stuff, oftentimes the images don't look like pictures that you take. They, they just don't. They look like they're artwork and things of that nature, so they're having a, an influence on how we perceive the the creation to be that is not, uh, in my estimation, it's not biblical, and so this this presents quite a bit of problem just at their foundation, but but understanding mm -hmm. the Nazi part of it coming in, people should always be wary about anything coming out of NASA. Absolutely, they should. And, you know, one of the things that Dr. Land in that 13-minute speech that we listened to last week was that the 1,600 original children were from the Head Start, which is another government agency that overreaches not only into healthcare, but into education and micromanages our families. Now, back in 2015, Tim, I did an article that was all about the early head start for this three to five year old age range and how the Common Core machine was going after them to align them to become ready for school. Now, I don't know uh, how many parents put their kids through kindergarten. But one of the things that you were supposed to learn, one of the things you were supposed to learn in preschool or kindergarten were your ABCs, your numbers, your colors. You weren't supposed to come to school already prepared. But because we're in such a hurry up to learn, to hurry up to earn mindset now, because of the Common Core machine, because of the UN, because of the STEM, the STEAM, the STREAM, that's what we have to do. So mom and dad, instead of using those three to five... Uh, years uh, for bonding, which is what is so key for a child's success in life. It's not school. It's bonding with mom and dad from birth to age five. Instead of using those uh, years for that, we're having to hurry up and show Johnny and Susie in those bonding years. Okay, here's how you're going to be able to do your ABCs. Here's how you're going to be able to do your numbers and your colors. And oh, yeah, then we have to throw in how well can you think? How well can you identify your private parts? How well can you? And the, uh, the list goes on and on. So this was back, like I said, this was back in 27, uh, 2015. And I was showing you then the absurdity. It's multiplied since then of all the things that these babies are supposed to arrive at the front door of the, the whether it's the school, the after school program, because let's remember, this is roped into community outreaches as well. So it doesn't matter where in your community you go. If you've got a little person, they're coming out with a checklist that these kids have to be able to mark off like, a, you know, a grocery list. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. 
Oh, I just wanted to point out now, as far as the Nazis coming over, we know this is tied to Operation Paperclip. So I found an article that was talking about how well those children from former Nazi Germany, once they got into America, what happened to them and how does that tie to 2022? It's a very, very interesting article, Tim. It explains a lot, but it doesn't really attach to what Dr. Land found about, okay, we're going to hang on to as much creativity as we can from uh, three to five all the way up to adulthood. But here's the thing. You can easily, after listening to last week's show and looking at all the evidence and then listening to this show and looking at all the evidence, you'll be easily able to tie the two together. What they did with these children was they tried to assimilate them into a regular schoolroom. But more times than not, Tim, guess what? They had their own little group in the classroom. So if you want to talk about dividing and conquering, it still was going on, only it wasn't in Germany. It was now in America. And what are we seeing happen with this skills gap, with this uh, supposed cookie cutter education, with this supposed racial divide? We're dividing and conquering by the government for control over your mind. Yeah, and I was looking at this image uh, that's on this Boston Review article that you've got here on that, right. mm -hmm. and I'm reminded of the images. And anybody can go Google them. I'm not. I'm not telling you something you can't see. Don't use Google. Right. Use something else. Uh, right. <laughs> but you can you can do an internet search and you can see these same kinds of children. These are American kids. You can see them saluting the flag in Nazi style with their hand out like this, not over their heart. <clears throat> they were doing that. They were given pledges of allegiance to the flag, just like the Nazis were their flag. I'm telling you guys, there's something to that that's idolatrous. It, it just is idolatrous. We're not called to do any of any of that to pledge our allegiance to the state or any of that I, that I see in the scripture. I, I, in fact, when the state comes up wanting your allegiance like that, it's usually a bad thing. Like Nebuchadnezzar bringing the people in. Well, we're not bowing down. We're not bowing down to an image. No, but you're 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 doing the same thing. You're giving that that image some kind of credibility that you should be. Your our allegiance is to God. The Bible says our citizenship is in heaven, and mm -hmm. so therefore, you know, a lot of people don't know that history land, and they think it's it's very patriotic. In fact, that became a big issue with uh, the guys on the football field, which, by mm -hmm. the way. People were mad at that, but they weren't mad that their government was spending millions of dollars to the NFL, the NBA, the NBA, the whatever the other, the right. baseball one and all that, to actually conduct those little ceremonies. They're they not mad about that, but they're mad because some guy, for whatever reason, wants to put on his knee. They're offended at that. And it's like, guys, look at what, what's going on right under your nose instead of you know, mm -hmm. getting caught up in the collective, because that is a collective mindset to right, that those things right. are done. It is. Now, I'm not going to read the entire Boston Review article. That will be for, for you later. But here is the teaser. Laws controlling what schools teach about race and gender show an awareness that classrooms are sites of nation building. During the Cold War, El Paso public schools knew this too when they taught the children of former Nazis how to be white Americans. 
Now, nice. if that's not a loaded statement, I don't know what is. So that is going yeah. to be a very, very interesting article for those who wish to see that. Okay. So as far as the secular mindset of Dr. Lance and all the other people who are subscribing to that and what is being taught in education, because creativity is man-made, it can be taught. And this is being propped up by the Royal Society of England, which has dominance over the entire world. So where most of education houses itself or lives on the topic of creativity can be found there. It's an absolutely stunning publication because here is a quote from this publication. In Western society, creativity is most commonly used to refer to the embedded cognitive process that gives rise to pieces of music, sculptures, paintings, poems, and other things that are taken or presented as art. We less conventionally include science and engineering in our list of creative endeavors. And what is being used, Tim, in place of God now, but science. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Paul, we've referenced that before, what Paul told Timothy, you know, you reject those things that are, that is pseudoscience, is science falsely so-called. We, we've referenced that a lot mm -hmm. with, with the health issues, but it right. applies in a lot of areas, not just on these issues of health. Well, I don't know if you've seen them where you live, but I know here in town, we have uh, some families, they'll put signs out in the yard, okay? And one says, thank you, Jesus. And it's a uh, uh, sunny yellow background, and it's got like a little sunrise or something on it. Well, I was driving through town the other day, and somebody had their yard, same background, dude. And it says, thank you, science. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, but again, we know that's part of that collective mindset. This is part of the problem with the sustainable development goals, because instead of worship and the creator, we are to worship the creation and how better to do that than to teach everyone that, well, you're your own God, you're your own creative genius, uh, you know, and we're going to help you bring all those to the surface and we're going to help you be the biggest, best that you can possibly be. Yeah, when we should be looking to our Heavenly Father to make us the best right. we can be. Uh, otherwise, because apart from Him, we can do nothing. That's what Jesus well, says. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, He did tell us that He is the vine and we are the branches. That's and right. apart from Him, we, we can can't do, nothing. do jack That's right. We absolutely can't. So as far as tempering this with God, I found now it's going to have a couple of glaring errors in it, but I found this children's video. It's uh, maybe two minutes long, Tim. It's on YouTube, but when this God is where the Bible points to God's gifts of creativity. And I want you to notice how different they are from the Royal Society's definition. Okay. Sorry about that. When I go to That's YouTube, okay. it wants to start up all by itself. <laughs> <laughs> When God created humans, he made them in his image. That means we're creative, just like him. The Bible is full of stories of men and women who used their creative skills to honor God and serve others. When God told Noah he was going to flood the earth, Noah built an ark to save his family and two of every animal on earth. 
When God told Moses to build the tabernacle, a place where his people could worship, Bezalel and Aholiab used their artistic gifts to make the tabernacle beautiful. David played music and wrote songs. Solomon wrote proverbs and poetry. Ezra and Nehemiah rebuilt the temple and the walls around Jerusalem. Paul and his friends Priscilla and Aquila worked as tent makers. This is how they made enough money to tell others about Jesus. Tabitha made clothing for the poor. And Jesus was creative in lots of ways, whether he was telling stories, creating food, or solving the problem of sin. There are so many different ways God made his people to be creative. And when we use the gifts he's given us for the good of others, we honor him, just like the people in the Bible did. All of us can use our creativity for God's glory. Okay. Okay. All righty. So we have that one. And then I also found... On your mark, Hang on. Go- YouTube and their goofiness. I don't, I, they just <laughs> automatically swap to something else that you I don't want to see. It's okay. <laughs> um, the top seven Bible verses on creativity. This is from an archived article back in 2015. Now, can, let I, me ask you something about this. Yes. What we're watching there... Um, mm-hmm. Clearly, the, the, some of the things, though, like Noah building the ark, well, he built the ark according to how God told him to build it. I told you there were some glaring errors. I mean, in there's that there's video. truth in what yeah. they're saying, but they're leaving out the part that, and when the artisans did what they did, the Bible says God put it in their heart what they were to create out of that. So, uh, yeah. so yes, they they did do a creation. There's no doubt about it. But they were led by the Spirit of God. They weren't led by government. And that was the one thing that I wanted to point out was the video does a a decent job, but it doesn't tell the whole story. And my biggest beef with that is the problem of sin. Are you kidding me? It is not a problem. (laughs) Well, it's a problem for man. It's a problem for man because man is separated, has separated himself from God and is in rebellion. The problem is... The problem is, how do we get reconciled back to God? That's the real issue. And that was my point, because if you think about in our, especially the way that we're educated, problems are usually things that we are being taught, yes, you can solve. We cannot solve our own sin problem. That's my point. So in that context, it's not a problem. It is... Uh, it is life or death. And, but again, they were trying to make this video, I guess, for children. And I guess maybe they'll go back when they're older and say, okay, yeah, we talked about the artisans, but did you know that God instantaneously gave them in their, their mind and their heart how to do all this? Did you know that Noah had strict instructions by God? Did you know that, you know, even Abraham, when he was, you know, uh, told to go kill Isaac, specific instructions. It wasn't just, oh, let me just on, hop on down to the altar and let me see what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. They, the people were obeying God and it was right. not this, it was not this thing that they're, they're trying to put here. And again, right. uh, Mike makes a good point uh, over on DLive. He, he talks yeah. about they're making light of the truth in cartoon form. And I think that's true. I think that's exactly yeah. what it does. It ends up making it, it, we would say that's blasphemy, making light of the things of God and what he's done right. in, instead of taking it very serious. Well, here's this is why we do what we do, to show you what's being put out there 
for consumption by little minds. So with that, we're going to go to the top seven Bible verses on creativity. Now, if you don't like the version that this is in, of course, you have the Bible references. You can go and look in your favorite version for them as well. But we have from Exodus. Tim, if you want to read those top seven, that would be super. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> am I going to just pick up here at 35? Yeah. Okay. Exodus 35, 30 through 33. See, the Lord is called by my, by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And he has filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill, with intelligence, with knowledge, and with all craftsmanship to devise artistic designs, to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting stones for setting, and in carving wood for work in every skilled craft. Mm -hmm. You want me to continue? Yeah. Yes, please. Ephesians 2.10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. 1 Kings 3.12, Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind, so that none like you has been before you, and none like you shall arise after you. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 22.29, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. 1 Timothy 4, 14 through 15, uh, Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that all may see your progress. Colossians 3, 23 through 24, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. In Ecclesiastes 9, 10 through 11, whatever your hands find to do, I often say this with my kids, uh, whatever your find, hands find to do, do it with your might, for there is no work or thought or knowledge or wisdom in Sheol to which you are going. Yeah, there's some really great ones in there, and I'm mm. sure there are more, but those are just, according to that particular article, those are the top ones. But, you know, uh, it's not just art. We are creative in how we do so many different things. All right. Think about when you're cooking, you have a recipe. You can follow the recipe or you can make it your own. It takes creativity to do that. And if you don't understand what ingredients go together, you might make something very tasty or you might make something that unfortunately makes someone sick. So it, it the creativity, as the Bible has pointed out, is a gift from God. If you've never taken a spirituality a gifting test, I would urge you to do that. Years and years ago, when I was working in the church as a children's ministry director, I was able to take one in a workshop. Now, I knew I had always been creative uh, naturally in a lot of different areas, but I wasn't sure what my spiritual gift was. And so in taking that, I found out that I have the gift of being a pioneer. So I blaze a trail for, you know, a lot of people. You look at what I'm doing as blowing the whistle. That's pioneering because a lot of not, not a lot of people will blaze that trail, but they'll certainly come after me. So did Charlotte. So did a lot of other people like that. So that's a good, that works. Remember, there's also the verse about we can't all be the head of the head of the body of Christ. Some of us need to be the hands. Some need to be the feet. Some need to be the belly button. 
some need to be the bottom. You know, it, we all work together. But it was through that creativity, that spiritual gifting test that I found, okay, this is where my sweet spot is. I do have other gifts that are in connection, but this is where I really shine. And then how to uh, really bring that to fruition. I found out where each of my children are, found out where my husband is. It was fascinating. And one of the things that it did, Tim, was it brought us closer together as a family. And if ever you needed that right now, in the turbulent times we are, that would be a, a blessing. So if you've not done one of those, I would urge you to find some. There are some really good ones out there that are free. If you find one that's uh, a nominal cost, it might be even better. I'm trying to remember the name of the one that I did but it was an actual book and you did everything by hand it wasn't computerized yeah <clears throat> i've seen those things before i you know people mm -hmm. didn't have those in the past and i don't see right. it, it's fine if you want to do them but the fact yeah. of the matter is is where were you where, what are you seeing yourself constantly doing that probably is your dominant gift that god yeah. has given you but it like what you said paul said we all have different gifts but it's the same spirit so if yeah. the spirit can give this gift that you're dominant with, he can also provide, look, I mm -hmm. don't operate in Bradley's gift. I most right. of the time don't want that gift. Uh, right. But the fact of the matter is there are times I can operate in that gift as the spirit leads. But I, that's not my, that's not certainly not my gift. I go through things. I'll take a whole subject matter and we go for an hour or an hour and a half mm -hmm. or two hours on that. Mm -hmm. That's, that's where I'm at because that's how I learn. And I think that's part of, how God gifts me by his spirit is yeah. in is in learning and then producing teaching. That was one of this is one of the great things I want to encourage people, and I'm sure you would say the same thing as mm -hmm. a homeschool mom. One of the things we that we encourage uh people who are looking at homeschooling, especially the moms, they say, oh, I don't know if I can do that and this, that, and the other, right. or they're a dad and they say, I don't I don't know if I can well, can you read something and learn something from it? Yeah. Well, then you can. Then all you got to mm -hmm. do is transfer that, read it with your kid, and then tell them what you learned and ask them what they learned out of it. Th that's yeah. educating. It's. I mean, that's real education. Right. That's not right. indoctrination. Right. It is now. You, and like I said, you don't have to take one of those uh, uh, assessments, but I did it because I, I'm always curious as to how God has been able to bless me and sometimes uh i want to understand it better so that i can use whatever it is better um because i'm not satisfied with just okay yeah i have this spiritual gift big deal you know i want to make the most of it because i know i don't have but just a short amount of time to make a lasting impression and so That's for right. me I wanted to, okay, fine. If this is what I got, let's run with it. Let's do all we can. But I understand you're right. A lot of people uh, don't need to take that because you just pointed out if, if it's the dominant thing of what you do, that's more than likely where you are. I was doing it and just didn't realize it, that that was what I was doing. Sure. And so for me, it just helped me, you know, because I'm always questioning everything. And I don't think that's a bad thing. And that's one of the things, again, that goes in with being a creative, imaginative person. And we're seeing our system take that joy away, take that connection yeah. away. It's like when you're when you're reading Shakespeare, instead of reading the entirety of one of his works, these kids 
or these adults are wherever they are in, in the cradle to grave system are getting bits and pieces. Well, yeah. you can't make sense out of a bit or a piece of, of a lovely work and understand the entire message. It's, you know, if you watch the Great British Baking Show, one of the challenges they do in the middle, a technical challenge, they'll give you the bare bones recipe. They leave out half the steps and you have to figure the rest out yeah. and hope you could come up with what they're after. It's, it's like that with Shakespeare. You cannot take bits and pieces of great literature and have it make sense. You can take bits and pieces and drive your agenda point home. Well, we see the false teachers doing that all the time in the Christian church. We, we see oh, yeah. that constantly, them, them playing Bible ping pong all over the place. This was, But what you right. were saying about learning your giftedness and it drawing your family close together, this is what I was hoping... Mm-hmm. That the show Monday would that people would have got there. Instead, we kind of got on this eschatological thing. That's okay. where everybody focused, and it was like, I, I really want people to see what Bill was driving at, and that is how we're coming together and what kind of game plan do or do we have the same mindset of what our game plan is. Though mm-hmm. we have different functions in that game, but much like a military operation, the the guys right. running the radar don't go out there and they're not the foot soldier, and the foot soldier's not the sniper, and the sniper's not the, you know the guys driving the ship and and all this other kind of stuff. But they all work together to accomplish a, a common purpose that they have, and ours is advancing the kingdom of God by mm-hmm. teaching all things that Christ commanded. Well, it's like what I do. I can be the whistleblower. I can point to you where the corruption and the criminality is. Is it up to me to go do the rest of it, solve the problem, come up with the solution and 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 uh, arrest these people? It's part of my job, but I can't do it all. I cannot. I do not want to do it all. I will be happy to do the research. I will be happy to give you the information that you need, but you've got to work with me to take that team effort and advance it to the point of solution. I can't do everything. Charlotte couldn't do everything. You can't do everything. We're not supposed to. That's why we need each other. That's right. That's exactly right. Absolutely. Now, in the archives, we're going to have everything from part one, everything from part two. You're going to see from my blog, 10 pages of research on IBM's overreach into education, taking it from academics or imparting of knowledge to skill-based workforce minions. You're going to see four pages of the NASA research uh, and overreach into education, taking it from academics to United Nations STEM. Uh, You'll also see this jarring image of this child. And I've sent this to Tim last week, and for some reason it didn't want to open up. But I have the link for the Facebook image that I sent him. But it's this young man, and in big letters it says, STEM is for everyone. And that will harken back to the 2015 PCAST report that President Obama was given, where STEM was foisted into Common Core. And the verbiage was, we need STEM education to create STEM students to become STEM people with STEM jobs 
for STEM economy, for the greater global good. So that's why we need to be careful if we're going to say, well, you know, yeah, STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. And, you know, now we've seen the arts thrown in and now we see the Catholic Church is thrown in reading and writing and um, all the stuff that goes with that. That all lumps in the agenda and puts the focus on science and not on God. And so you'll have that. You'll also have 10 pages of early Head Start and its related agency Head Start. Uh, so you've got lots and lots of resources. So if you are trying to help educate someone else, maybe a school board member, maybe a, a teacher, maybe a community leader, maybe your pastor, you've got tons of, of evidence that you can show them that this is why we don't need to embrace it. We need to repel it. Amen. Amen. Okay. And with that, uh, I have no more for today. If you want to uh, uh, take a few minutes and we go over uh, where my healthcare is, we can do that. We don't have to, but um, it, I know a lot of people have still been praying and supporting. And so, uh, we could do that. But yeah, that's all I have for the creative show. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I, I knew we were going to take okay. a couple of minutes to to kind right. of do that because I know some people are very, um, you know, they're concerned about you. Uh, yeah. They love you and uh, they support you. And so, yeah, I think that it's only proper that we give you a couple of minutes to just kind of let okay. them know what I was going. I know you did this a little bit last week, but each week is a little different. You're learning something. You're you're going through something. So if you want to take time Absolutely. to do that, please do that. Okay, well, this is uh, from yesterday. Uh, now, this is from my daughter's viewpoint. Mom is continuing to heal at a very slow rate. The dermabond under her arm is almost completely gone, and the bruising around the surgical site is still there. It's not as colorful as before, which I'm going to tell you what, that was something. The hard, lumpy areas around the surgical site, uh, but the surgeon said this is normal, nothing to be concerned about. My upper arm is not nearly as painful, but I do find that I have limits that I really didn't think I was going to have, and I'm especially more tired than usual, but we know that that is part of the healing process. Um, I have a birthday that's coming up. I'm going to turn 60 on October the 29th, Tim, and so uh -oh. that's why you, that's uh -oh. why you see. <laughs> You're trying to get me to sing. like I, Did I sing for Jeff? No, no. Was that Jeff yes, was the you, one I sang yes, for? Yeah. But here's the thing. That's why you see me with the thumbs up and the, the balloons and the confetti and whatnot. Okay. So I have goals to help me because I don't want, I don't want the re cancer recovery to usurp my birthday because Tim, I've been looking forward to this milestone birthday since I started growing my hair out to give to kids with cancer. Okay. So I don't know my, any woman that looks forward to a birthday. Well, I am. I'm, I'm weird. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here are my 60 and still sassy birthday goals. My cancer bills fully paid, which insurance we have about uh, 800 to 900 left before insurance totally picks up 100%. So we're, we're really knocking on the door on that one. Mm. My supplements and other medications to be uh, supplied or paid for because I'm finding that my supplements, uh, when I have to order them, as as I do in mass, it's anywhere between two and four hundred dollars. Uh, I've been gifted the opportunity of once I am totally back to full health. One of the doctors, one of the natural doctors, has a childhood home in Antigua, and she has said. 
get yourself there, stay as long as you like, and that will be your respite and your celebration. So that's going to be my real birthday celebration. So that's one of the reasons why I'm looking to it. So this is how she said it. She said, uh, celebration trip to Antigua at my doctor friend's home when I'm fully recovered. Every expert that has talked to me or talked to mom has said something to look forward to after cancer journey is over uh, is great for not only the heart and the spirit, but for the mind. And staying healthy has to involve the heart, the spirit, and the mind. So this would be, that's a really big goal. So I'm going to be spending my real birthday on the 29th with my family. We're going to hang out in the backyard, have a bonfire, family games, you know, all that kind of corny stuff. We're going to do that. But for right now, my energy level, that's all I can stand. Of course, um, it goes on to say flowers, cards, prayers, getting yourself checked out, uh, getting yourself healthy, help me stay encouraged. And to that, I have a more accurate picture of what cancer can look like in your breast, be it a male or a female. Uh, and these are limits. And so that is something that's very, very important because it's not just breast cancer that can attack us. It Cancer can come in any form, but it's because we're making poor choices. It's because our environment is toxic. And the more we're healthy, the more we're aware of what our body is telling us, the better we can be armed to fight it. And again, that takes creativity and knowledge. Okay. Yeah, I so, appreciate you sharing those things there, Lynn, because uh, again, they kind of go in, they coincide. <clears throat> What's interesting is we've had a couple of, uh, not only we have G. Edward Griffin on about his book, but we've had right. a couple of, of gentlemen on the show who have beat their own cancer over there in the mm -hmm. UK. Kate's brought those on. Mm -hmm. And I think what it does is it helps people understand, look, there are a variety right. of ways that we can come at this. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, I believe in real science. I don't. I don't believe right. in a pseudoscience. We we have right. to be careful about that. But real oh, yeah. science, and really, the real science goes back to what are we taking in our bodies? What are we doing? Those kind of. It's the mm -hmm. simplicity that God has given mm -hmm. us. He's given us all things for life and for godliness. And yeah. uh, you know, we've we've not been taught a lot of this uh, out of the last century. We haven't been taught. Mm -hmm. Of course, I can't really say that for maybe you and I. I, I can still remember my mom and dad sitting me down at the table and me not wanting to eat green beans and stuff and, and <laughs> gagging when I would get it in my mouth because it didn't have a texture that I'll, I mean, I'll, right. I'm just dead serious. But but I saw by example what they did. Now that I'm older, guess what? I'll eat about any about anything they, mm -hmm. that, that my wife fixes, whatever it is. Anyway, right. we got about 20 seconds here. Tell okay. people where they can find out more about you. Okay, uh, you can find me on commoncordiva.com. You can find me with the Liberty Bells. We are on Rumble. Uh, you can find me on Catching Fire News. You can find me uh, here on uh, Sons of Liberty. And, you know, if you want to financially bless anything that I do uh, to help you stay more informed, to help me stay healthy, commoncordiva.com, donate. We're going to be expanding your choices on how to donate there. Okay. Uh, if Guys, you don't want to use those. Catch Bradley at uh, 3, yeah. and we'll be back there in the morning go. at 6. Talk to you then. See ya.